Salutations, friend, and welcome to the Profit Skill Podcast, where we help independent Black, Indigenous, and people of color entrepreneurs to earn at their highest levels by learning how to secure corporate contracts. I'm your host, Ruth Joy Connell, your corporate consultant and sales enablement expert, and I'm on a mission to equip you with the systems and strategies that you'll need to build a business of generational impact and income. Around here, we bring culture and coins together, providing all the learning, community, and support that you'll need as you scale your business. So if you're ready to step into your next level of income and impact, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Turn up the volume and lean in, because we're about to get started. Salutations, friend, and welcome back to another episode of The Profit Scale. These conversations are honestly one of my favorite parts of the week, and even though I know I say it every time, I'm actually excited for today's conversation. I recently returned home from a trip to England where my husband and I had traveled for a wedding, a friend's wedding. And even though it was my second time in the city, this time around was a way more enjoyable experience for me. The first time we went to England, it was my husband and I's first time really traveling together outside of our honeymoon. So we were still learning how to travel with one another. Turns out we have very different travel styles. And unfortunately, we learned that the hard way through a lot of clashing on that trip. So going back this time around, when we're both a little older and when we know ourselves and each other a lot better, actually made for a genuinely amazing trip. One of the things that I truly love about London is that their public transportation system is exceptionally well-developed. Whether you're taking the bus or the tube or the light rail, it's pretty easy to get around there. While I was there, I planned to meet up with a friend in town. So on that day, I ended up taking the tube. This was my first time actually traveling on the tube by myself throughout London. Again, this trip was very different than the last one. (laughs) So as I was going to my platform, I decided to take the elevator down or the lift, as they would say. And I had my headphones in, I'm listening to music, and as I'm waiting for the doors to close, I happened to look up at the panel above the elevator door. I noticed it said Thyssen Krupp, which is the name of the company that makes the elevators. Because of the nature of my work, I tend to take note of brands and company names everywhere I go, and Thyssen Krupp is one that I see often. They made the elevators in the previous building that I used to work in. That was actually the first time that I noticed them just because they had their service truck that would come whenever the elevator breaks down, etc. And so that was actually how I became familiar with that brand. They also serviced the escalators in many of the malls that I visited while I was living in Bangkok. And here they were again, carrying me to my platform in London. As I got off the elevator and I walked to my platform, I took note of the company that made the benches, I looked for the company names on the trash bin, and I looked to see if I can find a company name for the speakers as well that were in the platform. Each one of those items were made by different companies, and that meant the creation of this one train system created millions of dollars in revenue for each of those companies. From the speaker system, to the elevators, to the benches, to something as simple as trash bins. These were all contracts that these companies had secured, 
and proof that corporate contracts are available everywhere. You just have to look to find them. This experience made me think about you, the business owner that feels that corporate contracts are out of your reach or that you're not quote unquote big enough to work with larger corporations. Or perhaps you do in fact want to serve corporate clients, but you don't know where to begin or how to add corporate clients while still serving your existing customers. In either case, today's conversation is curated especially for you, because the fact is you're leaving thousands of dollars in revenue on the table if you're not serving corporate clients. Corporations have the money set aside to procure the services they need. That means someone is going to get the contract. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of who. So why can't it be you? Today, I want to open your eyes to the possibilities available to you by showing you the different types of corporate revenue streams that are out there. Whether you're a candle maker, a personal finance coach, a chef, a diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant, or anything in between, there is a corporate contract available to you. I'm going to walk you through the three major categories of revenue streams, but we're also going to break down the subcategories that fall into each of them. As we go through, I want to challenge you to tap into your imagination and apply it to each category to broaden your perspective on what's possible for you. Let's jump in. All right, the first category we're going to cover is the category of services. Again, this is a broad category, but let's get a little deeper into it. Services are anything that requires your labor and expertise in real time in order to deliver results for your clients. And in most cases, you're offering some sort of done-for-you solution to your clients. As simple as it sounds, it's selling the services you currently offer to corporations. Like, it's, it can be that simple. So some examples of what this can look like are consulting, coaching, executive coaching, speaking, live workshops, or live trainings. If you are a masseuse, that could mean selling your massage packages for corporate retreats, or selling your services as an event planner or copywriter or website or graphic designer and so on. I think you understand what I mean here. And the beautiful thing about services is that they don't take much time to set up, especially if you're already offering them to consumers. You can very easily secure corporate clients using the exact same services, systems, and processes you have set up right now. For this reason, this makes it a great entry point into serving corporate clients because you already have the infrastructure in place to deliver. Some of the factors that will help you thrive offering services include good communication with your clients, systems and processes to help you gauge the scope of work and timeline, and a way to showcase the results or outcomes your clients receive. So that's the first main category, services. If you currently offer services as your main form of revenue in your business, then consider this category as a starting point for landing your first or next corporate client. The second category is licensing. And licensing refers to something that you've already created and that you're giving your clients permission to use. This can also be something that you create specifically for a specific client that you then license out to them or to other clients. Often, you're licensing your intellectual property in the form of a digital course, a curriculum, a process, a software, or code, and these are just some examples for you to think about. 
Licensing is a fantastic way to create recurring revenue because often you've already created the product and are simply giving them access to use it without having to recreate it. Licensing is a great way to secure multi-year contracts with the same company, and the minimal nature of the work makes it easier to expand your client base and scale your revenue while keeping your costs minimal. A brilliant example of leveraging your existing intellectual property through licensing is with Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. Financial Peace University is an online course created by Dave Ramsey in order to help people get out of debt. You as an individual can go online and purchase a one-year license to that program in the form of a digital course. But they also license this course out to larger companies to include in their benefits packages, allowing them to leverage the same consumer product to secure big money with corporations and organizations. I believe licensing is a revenue stream that every small business owner should take advantage of, but it's not necessarily the easiest place to start with corporate contracts. Leveraging your intellectual property in this way requires you to have mastered your expertise. That way you're delivering companies a proven and tested finished product and not one that's still being refined. Licensing is something I also highly recommend you use a lawyer for. If not done correctly, you could end up giving away more than just access to your IP. And partnering with a lawyer to look out for the best interests of your company is a necessary investment when adding this type of revenue stream to your business. And lastly, a few other things to consider with licensing include where and how you're going to share your IP, granting and limiting access to it, maintenance and updating the materials, and whether you or your clients will be responsible for the digital security. So these are just some of the things to consider. And again, more reasons why I highly recommend partnering with a lawyer when you're ready to add licensing into your business. Let's take a look at the third and final category. Hey friend, so you know when you were younger and you found out that the popular kid in school was having a party, But then you realize that you weren't actually invited to the party, but everyone you knew was going to be there. And then you're like, who cares? I don't actually want to go anyways. (laughs) But secretly, you definitely wanted to go. Well, yeah, this is kind of like that, except you're actually invited. I want to personally invite you to join me for our exclusive corporate coins training. If you're an avid listener to the podcast, then you already know that here we cover all things serving corporate clients. But this workshop takes everything you're already learning to a whole new level. During this free training, I'll be walking you through the framework, of course, for how to attract, sell to, and serve corporate clients, while also diving into the coins and culture to address the challenges that we specifically face in these environments as Black, Indigenous, and people of color entrepreneurs. This training is interactive, it's high energy, it's industry-leading content, it's jokes and laughter, and of course, it's a safe space for us to come together, have real conversation, and for you to be supported on your journey. But here's the catch. There is no replay. You either come live or you miss it. This, my friend, is why you're going to want to make sure you register for this training and mark it on your calendar. The training, of course, is free, but that doesn't mean that there isn't an investment required. The investment is your time. That's it. You bring you and I'll meet you there with everything else you'll need. 
To get all the details and to register for the free training, just click the link in the show notes to save your spot. Trust me, you'll be glad that you did. All right, friend, back to the episode. The last category of corporate revenue streams is products. And this is when you provide a physical manufactured product to a corporation in exchange for money. Of course, there are digital products as well, but I would actually include those under the licensing category since ideally you would be selling them a license to access your digital resources instead of your clients owning them. Now with a physical product, your clients are purchasing them to own or keep and to use as they see fit for the most part. You might also rent out certain things if you are selling equipment or uh, manufacturing equipment, so that's also an option. But for the most part, you are selling an item for your customer to use, own and keep as they would like. So if you create physical products as your business model, then consider this category your corporate revenue stream. An example of this is a colleague of mine who creates candles. She owns a physical candle store where you can go in and purchase candles for your home or for gifts for friends or even just for yourself. She also, though, targets wellness corporations to provide them with gift baskets that they can provide as corporate gifts to their employees and clients. And what is in those gift baskets, you might be thinking to yourself? Why her candles, of course. This is another example of leveraging your existing business model, your existing products, your existing expertise into a larger market. She has taken a product she has already created, has already seen success with, and has found a corporate market that aligns with her existing product. She isn't reinventing the wheel or creating a new offer or product. She's using what she already has and what she's already an expert at creating and finding a higher paying, high value client who's looking for the solution she offers. Another common example I've seen with my clients is pairing a physical product with a service. For example, many authors will often pair their books with their coaching, consulting, or training services so that the company is purchasing both their time and their expertise in the form of a speaking engagement, but also in the form of a physical book. This is a great way to provide a lasting resource for your clients and to increase the value of your offering and the amount of coins you walk home with, if I do say so. (laughs) So I've given some examples here, but at the end of the day, whatever the physical product is that you create, that's what I want you to have in mind as you're listening. There are so many possibilities depending on the exact product you create. And as I mentioned earlier, there's also the ability to pair your product with a license or with a service. And at the end of the day, there is a corporate market for what you're selling. I often think about a website that I came across years ago, and it was centered around helping families afford Disney vacations. And it wasn't a single blog post either. The entire website was centered around solving this one problem for families. Now, this was a few years back, so unfortunately, I can't remember the name of his website, and I've tried to search it up a few times, but I can't seem to remember what it was called. But what I do remember is that he included affiliate links all throughout his website as ways for him to monetize the resources he was sharing. And they were links to places that offered discounts like hotels, motels, memberships, credit card offers, etc. So even though the blog posts themselves were free information for his audience, he had a mechanism built in that would allow him to generate revenue based on the resources he was recommending. 
And the other thing I remember was that it wasn't just standard discounts, like a 5% or 10% discount. They were specific packages unique to families who were traveling and trying to afford Disney vacations. So you could tell that these were ones that he negotiated with the hotels and with the car rental companies to actually create packages that were unique to the audience he was targeting. So I really loved that. And I wish I could find the link to it to share it with you guys. But um, hopefully I find it again in the future and I'll share it on social media. But for now, you know, it's just an example. So keep this in mind. If someone can create an entire business around this one problem, let me assure you that there is a corporate market for your expertise, regardless of the category that it may fall into. Now that we've gone through all three categories, let's bring them all together. If we look at the first two categories alone, services and licensing, in the corporate world, these fall under the general bracket of professional services. And this is a multi-billion dollar market. Billion with a B. In fact, according to a study done by Yahoo Finance, the global professional services market is expected to grow from $6 trillion in 2021 to $6.6 trillion in 2022, and up to $9 trillion, $600 billion, and the number is too big for me to even say properly, <laughs> by 2026. Of that number, North America accounts for 33.4% of the global market, making it the largest market segment for professional services. This means that there are quite literally millions of dollars being exchanged for services at any point in time. But what does this mean for you? While these numbers highlight an important truth, that the money is available and will be spent. Remember earlier in our conversation, I said it's not a matter of if corporations are willing to spend the money, it's a matter of who they will spend their money with. Well, these numbers are proof of that. So how do you go about claiming a piece of that multi-trillion dollar pie for yourself? Well, selling to corporations requires a willingness to be visible and to show up with consistency. A lot of the businesses who are winning these contracts are not necessarily better than you in what they offer. They're just showing up and being intentional to put themselves in the running. Many small business owners count themselves out, and the number one reason is imposter syndrome. A belief that you are not qualified, that your business is not big enough, that you haven't been in business for long enough, or some other variation of this lie that keeps you from taking hold of the opportunities that are available to you. Yes, having the tactics behind where to find corporate buyers and how to close sales and negotiate contracts and speak the language, all those things are in fact important. And if you keep listening to this podcast, we're going to touch on all of them. But here's the thing. None of this will matter unless you actually believe that you deserve these opportunities and until you're willing to show up for them. More than strategy or tactics, my hope for this episode is that you would walk away seeing the opportunities that are available to you and believing that you are deserving and capable of securing them. All right, friend, let's recap our conversation today and talk about how we can convert this conversation to coins. I started off today's conversation using a story to paint a picture for you of the opportunities that are available through corporate contracts. And that led us to discussing three key categories of corporate revenue streams. 
The first category was services, the second category was licensing, and the third category was products. We also realized that the professional services industry alone is a multi-trillion dollar industry, meaning that somewhere in some market, there are corporate contracts with your name on them. As you know, our conversation is never complete without talking about how to take action on our conversations, and today is no different. Your action item for today is to find an example of a company that provides similar or the same services as you, but that serves a corporate audience. A simple way to do this is by starting within your network. Speak to industry peers or ask your peers to connect you with someone they may know who fits the bill. Remember, you're not looking for clients here. The goal of this action item is to solidify your belief by taking today's conversation from a theoretical concept to a tangible reality in your mind. So get to work and share with me what you find. Send me a message on LinkedIn and let's chat. There are so many creative ways to work with corporations. I would love to know what you find out there. If you found today's conversation helpful and you want to learn more about how we can help you secure corporate clients, I want to invite you to our free training, Corporate Coins, How to Attract, Sell, and Serve Corporate Clients. This free training is designed to walk you through both the mindset and the mechanics of attracting and successfully closing corporate deals. And I've designed this training so that whether you're brand new to this or you're looking to land your biggest contract yet, you'll be leaving this training with a path forward to your next level of income and impact, whatever that may mean for you. So you can go ahead and register for the training by clicking the link in our show notes. It's completely free and I would love to see you there. And friend, if you're not subscribed already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Do it now, because in the next episode, we're going to be talking all about where to find your first or next corporate client. Today was an introduction, and an appetizer, if you will, but in the next episode, we're getting into the meat and bones of it. So to make sure you don't miss it, subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified in two weeks when the next episode is released. As always, friend, I am so grateful that you chose to spend this time with me, and it's my hope that each episode plays a small part in moving you one step closer to building a business that will have a generational impact. I need your help. It's my desire to reach as many people as I can with this podcast, and I can't do that without you. Every time you leave a review, it helps increase our reach so that other business owners can find us. Will you take a moment to leave us a review? This small gesture means so much, and it's the best way you can support us if you love this podcast. And if you've left one before, you can leave more than one review, and every review you leave goes a long way towards helping us reach other business owners. All you have to do is hit the link in the show notes to leave a review and rating or head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a review and a five-star rating there. On behalf of myself and the team, thank you so much for supporting us in doing so. And thank you for being here. I'll be here same time, same place in two weeks. And until then, I wish you coins, confidence, and all the bags. Talk to you soon, friend.